Boom, 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 boom. Hit it. applause what's up people how you doing my name is tim black welcome back to another edition of tim black's black table we are very glad to have you in the house what it be what it be what it be what it be oh man yeah 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 it's sunday june 11th <laughs> had to look it's sunday june 11th and you are here with the blacks of course i'm tim black i'm the host of the tim black's black table I don't even know what that is. And I'm very happy to have. <laughs> you have to talk. I'm very happy to have my partner in rhyme and crime, in family and life. None other than Mrs. Black. Give it up for Mrs. Black, y'all. Hello, and welcome to the Black Table. This is episode 11, and we'd like to welcome everyone here. Uh, please come on in, hit that like button, share the nice content, and let's engage. Let's engage. Let's engage. Share it out. Tell a friend. What's up, y'all? What's up? Man, you guys don't know what's been going on here at the crawl. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so um, tonight we got a great show lined up for you, man. I want to first give a big shout out to all my people on Patreon, all my people on YouTube support as well. I got the best peoples. That's right. I pride myself on somehow being able to talk boldly about black issues, but still have a black and white audience, and Latino, and Asian, and Native American audience. That's kind of something else. They don't, they don't do that. That don't be happening on the internet. <laughs> so yeah. So give it up to yourselves being a, a one of the few, the proud, the Tim Black crew. Yeah, man, we got it going on over here. We're doing our thing. And uh, as we as we embark on today's show, man, just know that you hold us down. You keep us going, okay? So good things are happening. Things are going to continue to happen. You see the change in the format of the show. Man, I'm bringing guests back on the show. Give it up for that. <clears throat> if, you want, if you want particular guests to come on the show, hit us up. Leave some leave some ideas in the comments section. The best ideas flow to the top for some reason. It's like, yo, other people will like you and pick you up as well. Give us a good ind indication of what uh, what my audience is into these days. I know what I'm into. What I'm into don't change, but, you know, sometimes things change. And some people I miss because I work all the time. But it's all good. It really is. Mrs. Black, Mrs. Black, Mrs. Black. Yes, yes, yes. I know you. I know you over there busy, um, but I need you to tell people what we got going on. Sure. In his house, what's what's happening? What's on the itinerary? What can people expect? So they so they'll know. Like, do I want to stick around for this? Absolutely. This is what's on the ticker on the Black Tables episode eleven. Trump indictment. Doctor Cornell West is running for president. Unabomber dies. CNN. Chris Litt. Fired. Why I called out the Hodge twins. There it is. There it is. I don't even know if I'm gonna do the last one. I'm gonna have like very, very brief explanation. Because since when have I had to explain why I called somebody out? But 
I got some people, I think I'm going to say that for TikTok people especially. Mm. But we'll say it here. But I'll clip it out and put it on TikTok. Because they're the ones that want to know. So, guys, um, let's start off with Trump indictment. Let's start off with Trump indictment because this is this is the thing. I wanted to talk about this in the last couple of days. But I said, you know what? I'm going to be talking about it on Sunday. It's going to be my lead story on Sunday. And, yeah, let's get into that. So I have downloaded the document. And, guys, I got to tell you this. I want you to know this for real, for real, for real. People are telling you this is not a big deal. They must not have read the document. And anything about Trump that's negative, they go, ah, damn Democrats. Damn Democrats playing footsie again. Damn Democrats on this agenda to give it to Donald Trump. These damn Democrats won't stop. These damn Democrats, and all of that's true. The damn Democrats. But check this out. I read this indictment. It's not as if this indictment is frivolous. I mean, there are real things in this indictment. If they're true, if what I read was true, and at this point, I'm kind of, I'm 70% in the camp that the indictment is true. Because I don't trust law enforcement. That's sort of like a rule. I don't really trust them, trust them. I mean, I trust them, but I don't trust them, trust them. So if you read this indictment and you're under the impression that Donald Trump did nothing wrong, you tripping. You are tripping, okay? Because Donald Trump did a lot of things wrong if this indictment's correct. Now, if you want to say the indictment's phony and what they wrote down, with, with, what the FBI says, Department of Justice, everybody's making it up, what the people testified, there's sections of this document which are conversations with other people besides internally in the FBI or in the Department of Justice. Interviews that other people have given information to. So it's a lot to it, okay? I put this out. And so few people on Facebook and Twitter may have saw it because I had it just for subscribers. And I said this, guys. Donald Trump, he brought this on himself. He brought it on himself. He already knows he can't go making mistakes he knows they're in this. They're, they're going to be having him under a magnifying glass. He already knows. They're watching every move he makes. And then he does this. Guys, did you see how many documents he took? Any idea how much, how much moving around he did? First of all, it's 37 charges. He could face up to 100 years in federal prison. The document alleges that Donald Trump put us at risk. Yeah, he put the national security at risk due to the handling of highly sensitive documents, sensitive documents, sensitized, highly sensitive documents that were not to be consumed by only people with the highest security clearance. There's skepticism about whether Trump would serve the full sentence if convicted. Hey, we didn't even get there. It's a long way between where we are now to some type of charges really being laid. Okay, as far as him being convicted of anything and then him serving time, that's a whole nother thing. Here's the thing. If you're comparing Donald Trump with Biden and then with Pence, there is a difference. When they asked, first of all, they didn't ask Biden for any documents back. 
all of a sudden he found it. He had documents when he saw what Trump was going through. So that's one of the big differences. Same thing with Pence. Like Pence, when they asked Pence or they asked Biden, they didn't have to ask for, for them to turn over documents. But if they were asked and then they said, now nah, I don't got nothing, and then it turns out he does have documents, that's a problem. See, folks, it's okay to say the Democrats, and I guess now we're saying the Democrats run the Department of Justice. I guess now we're saying the Democrats run the FBI, which is kind of weird. We're saying that they run all of the mechanisms. Why can't people just admit that Donald Trump did the wrong thing? Why can't you just admit that a rich guy who's willing to do or willing to do, used to doing, whatever the hell he wants to do, has continued to operate that way when he's playing in a different game now? Yeah, a guy who's used to sitting on gold toilets, he doesn't accept the fact that he don't get to do whatever the fuck he want to do. He don't get to just bring documents. Dog, box after box after box after box. And he just put them like this, his personal shit. Guys, he took... He set documents aside during his tenure as president. I don't even know why. I'm sitting here trying to figure out why are you putting documents away? What the point is of taking classified shit with you? Come on, man. We've all worked jobs. We took a stapler home, keyboard, mouse, desktop, a phone system, a car. We've all done that, right? Was it just me? This guy took documents, classified documents of our allies and our enemies. Shit that we have, people have risked their lives, intel that people have risked their lives to get. This fucker took home and sat in his toilet room. Sat on the mantle, Johnson. I'm, look, Look, I got a problem, guys. I'm gonna have a, we're going to have a problem if you dismiss everything Trump does because you hate Democrats. Got a problem. I don't like the Democratic Party either, but I don't like what Donald Trump did here. Let's keep going. Let's get through this so you get some more substance. People say Donald Trump made this whole thing may be politically motivated. It was highlighted that the attorney general should openly or operate independently, that a special counsel oversaw, oversaw this indictment. Maybe a special counsel should oversee it, which they did. The special counsel presented the case to a grand jury, which it did, which decided if there was enough evidence for an indictment, which they did. This is not one person. This is not Biden's boy. This ain't Hunter Biden. This ain't Nancy Pelosi and Hillary getting together. No, this, there are bigger forces at play. My point is pretty simple, guys. What was done here was wrong. It should not have been done. It should not have been put in this situation. But I want to see a little bit more venom. I want to see a little bit more anger. I want to see a little bit more frustration. Now, just side of the Democrats... Not just pointing at the Democrats going, why are you doing this? But realizing he ain't supposed to do this shit. This should have never happened. This should be something that we never discussed. Dog, when they said, bring the documents, what documents do you have? He wouldn't told people to go hide documents. When they asked his lawyers for documents, now only if you believe the indictment. When they asked him, 
when his lawyers were asked about documents, he had this guy, Walton Not. It's another guy who's also in the indictment. It's a, it's an, it's a, uh, a deputy to him, an assistant mm-hmm. that works for Donald Trump. He's also named in the indictment. He's got charges too because he helped Doc. He helped he helped Trump move documents and then lied about moving those documents. That's the charge that this young guy, former Marine, is now facing because he listened to Donald Trump and did what Donald Trump told him to do, which is lie to investigators and conceal documents he should never even been privy to. He should even know about those documents. Folks, it's so lazy of Trump. He invited Kid Rock to Mar-a-Lago. Kid Rock goes on Tucker Carlson's show. And he talks about Trump hanging out with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And he talked to Trump mm-hmm. in the interview. You can see it. I saw it today. I just didn't want to put it in here. And Kid Rock goes, yeah, Tucker, I'm over at Trump's at Mar-a-Lago just kicking it with Trump. And Trump's like, hey, take a look at this document. It's inside pictures, pictures behind the scenes of North Korea that he's not supposed to even know. And he says to the, he says to Kid Rock, hey, you're not even supposed to see this. This is special shit. That's and Kid true. Rock's like, why are you showing me? I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to see this shit. It's on tape. So now we're going to say Kid Rock's lying on Trump. We're going to say everything that's being done is just bullshit. No, it's not. See, it's not so simple that we got bad guys and good guys and good guys with bad guys. We got dumbasses. And we got bad guys. And then we got naive people. We got people that are corrupted. We got it all mixed. It's everything's a little bit of everything. You get what I'm saying? Do I believe that Donald Trump was taking these documents in order to sell out America? I don't really believe that. I don't have any evidence of that. That was sort of my benchmark. Like, yo, unless they could prove to me that Donald Trump, unless they could prove to me that Donald Trump was trying to sell out America, I don't really give a shit, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. But until I read how egregious it was, dog, you put our documents in the toilet room, dog. Then I thought about what Mar-a-Lago is. Biden put documents in his house. I don't, I don't know how many people he has at his house. Mar-a-Lago is a resort where thousands of people. Have... It's going to be a test. It's a test to see just where my people are at. Not just my people. It's a test to see what independent media is. It's a test to see where the progressives are. Progressive people, are you really that progressive? Or are you just people that can't stand the Democrats who secretly love Trump? Because what Trump did is effed up. And I'm one of those people that say what Hillary did was effed up. See, some of us have been around longer than two seconds. I was one of the people saying what Hillary did when she had a private email server that housed all their documents from Secretary of State on her own personal computer system, Mm -hmm. which is fucking illegal. Mm -hmm. Anybody should know that. A person who's a, who, well, I guess I could still consider myself an IT professional because I did it for 20 years. Something you could never do that you should never be allowed to do. Hell, some companies won't even let you have your email on your own device. She put our our documents our country's documents on our own devices and on our own network. So yeah, I called that out. 
and there are a lot of people who didn't have a problem with it. That's when they liked Tim Black. But now that Tim Black is saying Donald Trump's an asshole for doing this, you don't get to go say lock Hillary up and then go do the same shit. And I know Hillary destroyed documents. I know she did. I believe she built it down those hard drives and did whatever she did to read those, make those hard drives incapable of being re, re-examined. Okay, I, I get that. But Donald Trump doesn't get to do the same thing and then people go, oh, well, nothing to see here because, you know, Pence had documents. Biden had documents. Trump has documents. What's the difference? Well, when they asked Trump for the documents, he had them hidden. <laughs> then they know how they found out? Know how they found out, babe? Oh. He has cameras. Uh-huh. So they so they said, okay, you gave us all the documents? Said, yeah, I gave you all the documents. Then they went, when they when they got the search warrant, they looked at his cameras, uh-huh. they saw people moving boxes out of the areas where they got the documents and realized he had other documents stored in other areas he didn't tell them about. And then he's got this young kid, and I'm saying young kid, like 30-something, late 30s, doing it for him. Ruining his fucking future for Trump. And why? So I'm going to ask all my smart people, why did Trump do it? Why is he keeping documents? He doesn't hear the organization. He's not a politician anymore. What is he doing? Why does he need to know this? Why does he need to have these documents? If you take a pager from work, I fuck it. Say you take a smartphone from work. You no longer work there. You take a smartphone. You're probably going to use that smartphone at at home. Okay, I get that. I understand it. Why did Trump take classified information? Why did he take it? At some point, are we going to attach nefarious motives to what Trump does? Are we going to continue to say this 70-year-old man just does shit? How much longer will we? How much longer will we just look the other way and go? He, he don't know what he's doing. He's a bumbling idiot. That's why I never liked when people did that. They always were dismissive, but there were always a, an agenda behind their dismissiveness. Mm-hmm. They say stuff like, "Oh, Trump, he's a bumbling fool. Trump doesn't know. Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah, whatever. I don't buy that. I'm asking you a straight up question. Imagine yourself seventy years old, rich as fuck. Why do you want to have these documents? The people have risked their lives to get. Why do you want to be able to show those to friends? Is it just to show the friends, or do you have some other, uh, some other reason for taking those documents? I mean, let's be cool. Let's be real. Let's just keep it one hundred. Everybody, keep it real. Mrs. Black, I know you're not a fan of Donald Trump. So I know, so I know you also, so you're going to be a little bit biased because you can't stand the guy. But what I'm saying is, he took documents. He had those documents taken, mm-hmm. moved to his home. Mm-hmm. Is this so crazy for people to be pissed off about that? It's not. Um, actually, he had gained a few cool points from me. I mean, he was still in a negative when he wished Biden well and that he wasn't hurt when he uh, tripped at that Air Force Academy. Uh, but now I'm, I am i don't get it either. I mean, in a sense, it, you can look at it as, you know, it's treason. You know, he's taking documents for, and for what reason? You're right. For what, for what is it to score cool points? I mean, and the 
fact that Kid Rock mentioned it, I don't think that's something I would have said out loud or, you know, if, if he had done that, if, you know, had Trump, if Trump had showed me Doc, I don't think that's something that I would have uh, uh, mentioned to the press or to the public. I thought I think that's stupid as well. But the the bigger stupid picture is Trump even mentioning it to anyone or saying anything to anyone. They about have a list in that document, which them, I have. Yeah. <clears throat> in the indictment, they have different. They, they don't tell you the names of the people, uh-huh. but there are a number of instances where people are. Well, they say, well, this person, we interviewed this person and this person. And then they had the actual testimony uh-huh. of the person saying, yeah, he showed me this document uh-huh. or at this time this was disclosed. So there are actual incidents of Trump doing these things. Uh-huh. So in this instance, would, would, would Kid Rock making that public, is that someone that would be subpoenaed? Would he be? Probably. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it goes to. <sighs> It goes to to support the claims made uh-huh. by the Department of Justice that yeah. Donald Trump did these things. Yeah, it just seems so senseless. It's like de- such a waste of time no. for him. Kid to- Rock did not break into Mar-a-Lago, right. didn't break into boxes, and then come talk about it on Tucker right. Carlson show. He's saying what happened. Right. Kid Rock doesn't need to look at your fucking to look at what our servicemen and women are doing in North Korea or what as surveillance they were able to ascertain. Do you realize in those documents? You want to people, I know there's people, I don't care. I hate the Democrat. Dog, there are things in those documents. If it's true, if it's a lie, everything I'm saying doesn't matter. If it's a lie. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that way, you feel like it's all a lie. It's all bogus. Nothing's real. Okay, fine. You're delusional. I don't think everybody's against Trump. I don't believe the whole world is set up to undermine Trump's campaign. There are documents that say what we should, what we will do, how we will attack countries. He has those. He has documents that says if a country does this, this is how we will attract, attack them after they do such and such. Do you realize how insecure that makes us as a country that we got a guy that's that fucking dumb that would take that document home? And look, dog, he has security at Mar-a-Lago. None of his security knew he had those documents. The security there are for him as a person, mm-hmm. not for his residence, not to control or, 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 or because if they would have known those documents, nobody would have been allowed to go into this, into Mar-a-Lago. Right? So you got to protect the country. It's wild that I have to tell patriots because people love to talk about how they're patriots. Mm-hmm. We're patriots. Stop calling yourself black. Call yourself American. You're American. And it's like you have to think too. <laughs> now I'm trying you to be American. To, and I'm yeah. saying, as an American, where is your pride? Where is your patriotism? When it oh, because it's Trump, now it's out the window. Now we don't care. Go ahead, Mrs. Black. Uh, I'm just saying you you I'm I'm going back further, you know, with Trump Trump having the documents, but what is the process or the protocol? When, you know, when he left the White House, shouldn't there be something, some type of check-in or th- these documents have to be stored somewhere? I mean, somebody need to go through his bag like when you work at, when you uh, work at Kmart or something? Pretty much. Check your bags as you leave for the day. To, something <laughs> to check it or, you know, even when you're, you know, watching movies or TVs and TV shows and, fo- and you have like this evidence room, right? And you have someone who's there, like the gatekeeper who's at the, the evidence window. 
<laughs> and you've got to give some ID or something in exchange for going in the room to look through these items that is, that's evidence uh, that, that could put people in jail or, you know, has, you know, concerns about, you know, going to trial and something, right. they being in jail for the rest of their lives or dying. You would think that there was some type of protocol or process within the White House and wherever these documents are stored that someone can't just walk in oh, and say, oh, President Trump needs this box, that box in Area 56 uh, dash 21. Grab three of those boxes. We're going to take those. But there has to be something. But see, this is what I think. I don't <sighs> think anybody has really the authority to question the president. So <sighs> he collected, according to the, according to the, once again, guys, this is all according to the indictment. But let me say this before I go back to that point. Mm. The worst thing about Joe Biden doing this, so everybody knows, Joe Biden was not, Joe Biden took documents when he was a senator. He had no way to declassify those documents. So it's different with Joe Biden. Joe Biden should never have had shit at home. He's a senator. He should never have any class. He should not have had classified documents, at least until he was a vice president. Okay? Because as a senator, you don't have that security clearance to declassify any documents. Donald Trump had access to everything. He's the president. He gets briefed on everything. He gets the documents. Mm-hmm. Having worked in contracting, government contracting, I know that the uh, the, the uh, special appointee, the presidential appointees, for instance, mm-hmm. they will have their own staff. Mm-hmm. So it's like their unit, their team. And on that team, you got, you know, your secretaries, your your chief of staff, you have whatever. And you can say, look, um, make make copies of this, make copies of mm-hmm. that. Uh, I want you to... Copy today's brief, put it up, put it, you know, box it up, whatever. Like, so that's a normal, this, he didn't just take them all at one time. Mm-hmm. He had documents he had been collecting throughout his tenure, years, right, uh-huh. throughout his time as president. But my thing is, why do you want those documents? Yeah. Once again, guys, we are talking about serious shit. Yeah. You and I as regular people, if you see these documents, the serious nature of these documents, you'd be like, I don't, I don't need to look at this. And and look, I I I'm a critic of Kid Rock's, you know, his badges, you know, putting on the show for the cameras, acting like he's gonna lose his mind over a you know, social media influencer getting a case of beer or whatever it was and tripping and just wanna make himself relevant. But his reaction was a very natural reaction. Yeah. On Tucker, he was like, I don't even know if I should be talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Then he proceeded to talk about it. He even said in the in the <laughs> he oh. said in a clip, I don't think I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this even now. And then he talked about it. I'm tired of saying, and look, I know most of you have not read the document. Before I read the document, I was of the opinion, mm-hmm. dumb Trump, Trump doing dumb shit. Why did he do this? I wasn't angry about it. I just felt like. Trump, why are you giving them a reason? Why are you giving them this? Why are you doing this? We don't got other stuff to worry about. What a distraction for us to have to worry about documents like this. Why put yourself in this position? But after I read the indictment, mm-hmm. it's like, nah, man, this guy's a jackass. Mm-hmm. He's a jackass. He's he's worse than a jackass. If they, if, if they could prove that he had any type of intentions, if he had any type of intentions. I don't know how you prove intent. But all I'm saying is, he had very sensitive documents that should not have been seen by anyone else without that authority, without our best interests at heart. 
There's certain shit you don't do. I talk a lot about America. I complain. I rant. You know what I'm saying? I get on my, you know, get on my thing. I do my, sh- you know, I get in my I bag. So. I do my thing, you know. But dog, I don't want to, you know, like, I'm not trying to destroy, like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get servicemen and women killed. I'm not trying to undermine, you know, what's it? It's like five groups. Um, the UK, for instance. Mm-hmm. I know the UK is part of it. Maybe Germany. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things that you get shot for. There are things you lose your life for. There are things that get you put in prison for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. And Trump is doing them. He's not being forced to do it. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, damn it. He did it because he wanted to. He did it because he thinks he's beyond. Then he's going to lie and say he was able to do it. No, no, you're not able to just do what you want to do. So, so anyway. And look, I know I got I got people out there who are just happy anybody who takes a takes a spit, knocks the spit out of the Democrats, who who takes a little sheen off the off the the global empire that that, that takes one for the team that, you know, but this right here, folks, this is self-serving, this is stupid. And if it's not self-serving and stupid and foolish, it's very vicious. At some point, you got to grow up. At some point, you got to grow up. I encourage everyone to go download it. It's a free PDF. It's not fun reading, but it grabs you in the beginning. It grabs you, it grabs you from the break. Mm. When you start looking at what these documents entail, nuclear capabilities. No, man, no. Just to show people that you know. So what about people that Trump Trump is already president? Trump, no one's gonna be more impressed by what you gotta show by what than by what you've done and who you are, what you've done. Yeah, what you've done. What you've done is if if being president of the United States isn't enough to impress people, showing them a document that you were able to see only as president, dog, that ain't gonna do it either. It's like Trump missed that being president one oh one. Because there are a lot of things that he just fluffed up on, thinking just he could just do. You know, he just missed that prerequisite because he really didn't seem to know what he was doing. And then everyone around him was like, yes, Mr. President, yes, Mr. President. And not, uh, hold on, uh, we can't do such and such, or this is not the way this is, you know, he it's, missed something. It's like someone who just feels like all the reasons, all the rules mm-hmm. can be bypassed and right. that they're all, they're all pointless. Right. All they rules don't are pointless. No, they're not pointless. To like, there are people with intentions that are not good. Right. Who want this information not to go? Oh, Trump is really right. Trump's, you know, he's amazing. Now they're like, oh, this is right. I can sell this. Yeah. Someone can take the document that Trump has. I mean, dog, there was one point where his aide goes in the room and the documents aren't even in the boxes anymore. This is all over the fucking floor. Security secrets all over the floor. There are pictures of the documents all over the floor. No guards, no name tag thingy, go in and out. Mm -mm -mm. Just there, just chilling. I know that we're going to have a lot of people who deny the severity of this. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think we should deny it. I don't think I don't think you're doing a, a good a, a service to your viewers or to the country or to anyone. What's the reality? Frankly, just being real. Come on, man. People have been locked away for 30 years for a lot less than this shit. He did way worse than the potential the potential exposure. It's just too great. He's too old. He's a grown-ass man. He's got to know there are things you can't do. And that's his doing. If we got a bunch of conservatives in the chat room, what we could do is we could just block them. Blocker, blocker. You know, that, that feel that they want to attack me for saying my point of view on this. And my point of view is that there is no excuse. And I mean this, folks. There is no excuse. I feel that what Donald Trump did is inexcusable. Does he need to go to jail for 100 years? Ah! But the fact that we even... This should not be happening. This is not something that should be happening. Don't tell me what other people did. I hate that. Oh, well, Biden and Trump and, 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 and Obama and, and the White Eisenhower and... Motherfucker, I don't want to hear all this. Donald Trump did it. He shouldn't have done it. The end, you know, no one else gets all that. No one else gets all the all the set asides, all the overlooking. Oh well, he's just, you know, you know, he's it's they're just after him. Nah, man. Nah, man. Well, that's it. Just mind blowing. It really is. Yeah. It, it, it is. Really it is. is, man. It's uh yeah. There you go. That's what it is. Sometimes. All right. Yeah. On to some more brighter, exciting news. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dr. Cornell West is running for president of the United States. Why, yes. Wow. Cornell West running for president, man. Get out of here. Clap. Yes. Wow. <laughs> man. My brother. My brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. The indomitable Mr. Dr. Cornell West, philosopher. My own hand clap. Humanitarian. Wow. Arthur. Well, you know, my brother, we find ourselves at a very precocious time. A time where brothers and sisters are being taken advantage of from sea to shining sea, where the actual human Humanity has been, you know, I really hope that uh, Dr. Cornel West realized how important this is. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, Tim Black, man, come on now. I'm just going to tell you guys. I don't like the People's Party. I do not like the People's Party. Because I heard too many negative things about it. Too many negative things to this day. Too many negative things about the People's Party. I had to distance myself from them because their responses to concerns by a number of their black supporters was just like, shut up or go away or we're riding with Jimmy Dore now. So, fuck off. (laughs) That was sort of like, what's their response? Shame on you, Curl. Shame on you. 
So I distanced myself from that party, which, you know, which was kind of tough because I was with them in the inception. Right. You know? Right. I go back, I, I met Nick in real life. You know, so, so, here, so here's a couple things, man. There are people who never meet anybody that they deal with. Everybody's an online person. They're not real blood, skin. They don't have family and friends. And you don't shake. When you press hand to hand, when you have a drink or a meal with someone, when you spend time with someone, a connection can or cannot be formed. There are people that are very cavalier with just throw people away stuff who haven't met, haven't met these people in person, haven't spent any time with them. These people have never done anything for you. You've never had a personal relationship with them. To you, they're just a screen name, and then their politics is different than yours, or their decisions are different than the ones you would make, so then you get on your high horse about how they need to be treated. But I want you to know, and I know it doesn't matter to, to some of you, but I want it to be known on the record that I've met these people. Everybody that I talk about, typically, typically these people, I met them in real life. I've known them, spent time with them. So it's different when you come for someone and have something to say about people that you've never met. Yeah, you act like it's not a big deal, but it is different. Because they're not one-dimensional. They're not a screen fucking name. They're a person. As much as I differ with Nick Brown, I met Nick. I've known Nick for five years. I don't know you at all. I never met you at all. I know Curl. I met Curl back. I've known her for five years, six years. I met Lee Camp, I met Jimmy Doe, I met his wife. I met Dr. Cornel West, I met Nina Turner. I spent time with them. I went places, talked to them, ate meals with them, met their kids, met their brothers and sisters and aunts. You don't understand how that is, what that, what that does to a relationship until you spend time with someone and, 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 and talk to them. So stop asking me to do your dirty work. If you want to go for Nick Bronner, go for Nick Bronner. I've already distanced myself from him based on his responses because I cannot deal with someone whose responses to black people is basically shut the fuck up. We don't need you. Which is the way I felt his responses. At the end of the day, that's what it came down to. And that's unacceptable whether I considered you a friend or not. And I did at one time consider these people friends. You don't realize what it took. I lost all my... All of these people that I'd known, they're, I toured with Lee Camp. He's a good friend of Nick Bronner's. Mm. I went to like six states with Lee Camp. <laughs> Some people are very fucking selfish. If you want to, if you want to do more to the People's Party. If you're really upset with them, go after them. Believe me, out of it. I don't support the People's Party. I support Dr. Cornell West. My support for the People's Party is on hold until they get their shit right. Mm -hmm. I made that clear to Nick Bronner two years ago, and that has not changed. Dr. Cornell West running is important because I know when Dr. Cornell West is able to speak, he will speak to issues that matter. 
That's what he's going to do. That's what he's been doing for 40 years. Why would he stop now? And the fact that Biden won't be able to dismiss him, dismiss him as a flower child in the sky and pull out these passages where she was talking about the, the supernatural shit. That's actually very cool in a way. But they're going to they, they use it to undermine her. You understand what I'm saying? They're not going to be able to, to do that with Cornel West. They're going to be able to find these passages where she's talking about our spirituality and then use that against her. Okay? RFK, I know, they, 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 you know they're going to come up with something just like they are with RFK. RFK, I think, is vaccine hesitation or something. I don't know. Something about COVID or whatever. Here's the thing, guys. I support Dr. Cornel West in his run for POTUS because any opportunity to force Joe Biden and the Democratic Party to have to address real issues, I take it as a win. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to take it as a win. You can say, ah, if he don't fight hard enough for reparations, bump him. I already know he supports reparations. I know, because he told me. Um, But if Dr. Cornell West is able to put these issues, when he's able to go on CNN or MSNBC or Fox or any platform of major distribution and challenge Biden, and then Biden has to respond to that challenge, right. or his people got to talk about it in the press conference, that's a win for us. You get it? Dog, if you're upset, did you think other people will benefit from that win. Yeah, I can't worry about them. I can't worry if Nick Braun is able to live indoors because of this. So if, if Curl gets a pair of shoes, I don't give a fuck. Because Joe Biden is running this machinery called the United States of America. And we need somebody to challenge his ass on issues that matter for working people. If you think Donald Trump's going to do that, if you think DeSantis is going to do that, if you think... RFK is really going to get an opportunity to do that? Do you think Marianne Williamson really has a shot at that? This is a gift to us. It's a gift. Now, as far as Dr. Cornell West getting on the ballots, because there are, there are structural realities we got to look at. And I'm down for the structural realities, man. I get that. I understand that part. Listen, guys. Until you have a big name like a Cornell West. I'm trying to think of someone else, but saw that comes to mind. <laughs> Until you have a big enough name like a Dr. Cornell West, it's really hard to start something like a party. Where's the push? The first thing people say is, who you got running for you? And then you start bringing up names they never heard of. They're like, what the hell? I'm not supporting this. So it requires star power. You know, to kind of like get us going and get them on the ballots in all the states. So that's the power of Dr. Cornell West. I would like to work with Dr. Cornell West and Nick Bronner to get things resolved with the People's Party. Not because you're not because you're in my not because you're at my neck about what I need to do. First of all, activism is not making me do work for you. <laughs> activism is you doing work. Okay. Some people think being an activist is going to other people who have a bigger reach and telling them to do to work for them. Nah, that's not 
Stop activism. You do your part. Okay? Um, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your activism part. <laughs> You're not being an activist by pressuring Tim Black um, because you know Tim Black cares about people. And uh, we'll, we'll fight the establishment. Nah. But I am willing to talk to Nick Brown about these issues. But back to Cornell West, guys. I don't like any parties. I don't like uh, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. I got my problems with the Green Party, to be honest with you. I've met Green Party people that had a lot to say about their party. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was like, wow, all the parties are shit. Yeah, because they're all run by people. Right. And somebody's going to run you, rub you the wrong way. It's, it's something like, but no party is as corrupt as the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. It's, baby, look, guys, when you're talking to me about the People's Party, yeah, I know. It's only I'm only so angry with them because I wanted so much more for them. My expectations were so high, you know? But this shit ain't nothing compared to the Democratic Party. Oh, come on, guys. As, as, as pissed off as I am with Nick Bronner, I am saying Nick, right? <laughs> I don't even know who I would say if I'm talking about the DCCC or the, the Democratic Party. I don't know who I would talk about. Tom Perez? I don't know, Tom. So anyway, here's the deal. No parties are good except birthday parties, anniversary parties, and graduation parties. Shout out to my son who just graduated. My son Chase just graduated middle school. My grandbaby just graduated elementary school. Well, my young, well, my oldest grandbaby just graduated elementary school. <clears throat> It ain't perfect. But guys, Dr. Cornell West is going to run anyway. He's not going to stop running because you got mad at him. So what are the benefits? One of the benefits, you sour puss bastard, is he gets to shove it in Biden's face. And he will! Oh, he shoved it in Obama's face. He will definitely be talking shit about Biden to Biden and making those sound bites that we need that makes Biden have to say, why did he renege on this policy? Why did he go against this policy? Why did he support that policy? You don't realize how important that is? Powerful. Man, that's worth everything. That's worth the price of admission. Okay? <laughs> yes, I got my concerns. Yes, I wish this. I wish that. Shit. You know what? I wish money. I wish everybody got their own money tree and paying it out back. I wish Mrs. Black and I could spend another 100 years together. Everybody got wishes. I wish I was 50 pounds lighter. We all got wishes, all right? But as it is, the silver lining is, Mrs. Black is with me now. I'm not 50 pounds heavier. And Dr. Cornell West is running for president. Woo! <laughs> I am so giddy. <laughs> and you know what? Some of you, some of you, want to snatch joy from the, you want to snatch failure from the mouth of, the mouth of joy. Some of you are so down and being so tired of being tired, you're just too tired. Some of you 
I was so pissed off. He's just nothing make it happen. Nothing. Put a smile on your face. Ask yourself, why are you taking this so personal? Why are you taking this thing so personal? Think about that. I laid out my reasons for why I think this is important and why I support it. They don't have to be your reasons, and I'm cool with you not supporting it. All I'm saying is, don't expect me not to support it. And to that point, if you are a subscriber to Tim Black Show, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to have a conversation with Dr. Cornell West. I'm going to interview him on Tuesday. You will be invited to that live stream. Yeah, we got to do something to get some people on board. So many people left when I left the fold of the uh, those notable progressives. So if you're a member of the Tim Black Show, you'll be a part of the private screening. We're going to do it live. And then I'll release the live recording to the public. I don't know, maybe Friday? Thursday, Friday? That's on Tuesday, uh, Thursday. Thursday? Thursday or Friday. Yeah, I just want to still make it important. Yeah. So anyway, I will be interviewing Dr. Cornell West on Tuesday. And I'm going to talk to him about important issues. We're going to discuss why he's running, what's the purpose of it, how he's running, how is this working, and and what does he hope to accomplish. We're going to have all this, you know, all those important conversations or well, that important conversation with all those points on Tuesday. If you are a supporter of the Tim Black Show, whether you're on Facebook, Facebook, go to Patreon, Patreon, go to uh, go to YouTube. We're gonna work this out with all my people, all my people that subscribe to me who are members. You gotta be a member of the Tim Black Show. Become a member of the Tim Black Show. Starts only five dollars a month. You want me to bring on other people? Let me know who you want to bring on. But I gotta start off an incentive to my people for being here. This will be my third time interviewing my friend, Dr. Cornell West. And uh, considering where we are in this race, (laughs) it won't be my last, I don't imagine. So that's it, guys. As far as we know, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I know know that Rose was who was the president of the Nurses' Union, United Nurses Union, or oh, Association, United Nurses Association, that's it. Rose DeMauro, she's already endorsed Dr. Cornell West. Will Bernie endorse him? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Also know the Democrats are already blaming Dr. Cornell West for Biden losing. <laughs> They're already blaming him. <laughs> That's what they do, you know. They <laughs> anyway, you got any thoughts about this thing with uh, Dr. Cornell West? Uh, well, wow. again, I am giddy. I mean, besides you, I believe that Dr. West is one of the most amazing people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> so to uh, be able to have him here and be a part of this um this upcoming week is very exciting. I am so glad he is. He decided to, uh, you know, uh, join this race. Um, I believe it's really going to shake things up and it won't be, you know, so humdrum and dull, uh, which was what 
you know, I saw coming down the pike, you know, in my crystal ball. So I am happy he is running. And like you said, the fact that he will have the uh, be able to articulate um, so many issues that we face um, as Americans, as you know, as being human beings on this earth in this country um, and then having to have Biden respond. You know, that in a sense is kind of like a quasi unofficial um, debate since they're not having debates on the Democratic side. He's going to have to say something, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I am ready. Give it up for that. Yes, Give Dr. it up West. for that. Give it up for that. Dr. West. Oh, yes, my brother, my chocolate brothers and sisters, my cappuccino brothers and sisters, my vanilla brothers and sisters, all my brothers and sisters from around the globe. We find ourselves at a time, it is the linchpin of our society where the people, the people stand up. Mm-mm-mm. I'm excited about it. So anyway, tune in, guys. Let's keep it moving. I can stay almost on that. Okay. um, Unabomber dies. (laughs) Well, that's not funny. Okay. Okay. Ted Kaczynski is his name. Blowing up shit was his game. Some people forget who he is. Um, Ted Kaczynski is the guy who was known as the Unabomber. He was an American domestic terrorist and former mathematics professor convicted of nationwide bombing campaign that lasted nearly two decades from 78 to 95. His crimes involved sending homemade bombs through the mail, targeting individuals involved in the advancement of modern technology and society. He believed they were eroding human freedom and leading to the degradation of the environment. Kaczynski's crimes included what, Tim? Well, let me tell you. Mail bombs. He sent out 16 bombs, which killed three people and injured 23 others. He targeted groups. His targets were typically people associated with modern technology, such as university professors, airline executives, yeah, and others involved in technological industries. Evasion of authorities. Kaczynski was able to evade authorities for many years through careful planning and execution of his bombings made it difficult for investigators to trace the bombs back to him. In 96, Kaczynski was arrested at his remote cabin in Montana, largely due to his brother recognizing his writing styles in a Unabomber's manifesto. That's how to to determine who he was. Which was published in the Washington Post at the bomber's request. After his arrest, Kaczynski was charged with transporting, mailing, and using bombs. This included multiple counts of due to the number of devices he sent through the mail. Murder. He was charged with the murders of three individuals who died as a result of his bombings. He pled guilty. Well, he pled not guilty to all charges, but later changed his plea to guilty in exchange for a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Without that, he would have got the death sentence. And uh, what can I say? He, uh, oh, his death, they said, is a suicide. 81. 81 years old, killed himself. Yeah. So, you know, 
some people, some people, uh, I don't know. Some people are kind of on the fence. I don't know. I don't know how you can be on the fence about a guy who sent bombs to airline executives and uh, professors. You know. You know what's really messing up society? Ted Kaczynski, the ghost of Ted Kaczynski. People like you dropping bombs and sending bombs, killing people. That's really. We got these people, man. So, uh, yeah, he's one of the reasons why he's one of the first people to really make people take a look at or make make industries take a look at uh, mental health as regards to technology and some of the. uh, Yeah, this guy definitely has some mental issues. He brought attention to issues like technology's impact on society, mental health and domestic terrorism. Yeah, one of the first like legit like domestic terrorism, you know, besides the Klan. Mm hmm. Because the, the client been a t- domestic terrorist in this country for 200 years. But, you know, hey, who's counting? Yeah. Yeah. I know my conservatives consider, consider BLM to be a domestic terrorist. Yeah. You would. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You know what? I shouldn't say conservatives because not all of them are crazy. It's just the certain ones that's Dog, your elevator does not go all the way to the top. Really got a problem. Somebody was saying R.I.P. King. They got called him King or something. I'm like, what the, what is this? Some people don't have, like, I don't have any scruples, man. They just, like, I got problems with America, but I live here and my kids do too. I don't want to blow up America. Nor kill people because I don't like AI. Like, I don't know. <laughs> people are wacky, yo. That's really all I got on Kaczynski. I just thought we, you know, we need to cover it because what he did was, yeah, it was, uh, it was murder. I didn't know he injured that many people. I knew he killed like three people. I didn't know he injured 26 others. <sighs> Twenty-three others. That's what it was. Twenty-three. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, all right. CNN, man, Jesus Christ! I'm back talking to CNN, man. <laughs> CNN, Chris Litz fired. I got a little timeline there about Chris Lick because I didn't realize, guys. So CNN, they just can't get this shit right. CNN has a lot of problems. One of them is they don't have a leader. Other than that, they don't have an audience, and they don't know who their audience is. I should say, you know, they don't really get it. Um, gosh, they had a lot of turnover. This Chris Lick guy is the guy who came in because they were hemorrhaging. Like, they did, they were lost at sea. They bring this guy in who's fresh off winning awards with Stephen Colbert. So it worked over there where he took, he took a show that was not primarily politics and infused politics and the ratings went up. Okay, so that's cool. So they brought him in as the president, but he'd only been president with CNN for 12 months, 13 months. And he's out already. Folks, 13 months is not a lot of time. That means he never really had the job. Like a year's not, a year's not long enough. I don't know. It sounds like a long time for young people, 
Folks, it is nothing. Any job that I had, it took a couple of years to really get good at it. It takes years to be good at something. And he needed to be there for a couple of years. I'm sorry. You can't really determine. Like, if you bring a coach in, that's one season. Right? Depending on when you bring him in, maybe a season and a half. Come on, guys. That's not enough time to show what you got. You can't bring a coach in. What if they did that to Ted Lasso? You see Ted Lasso? They bring Ted in. The first year, ah, it's okay. Second year, ah, and then success, right? Because you got to give a guy a chance. So <laughs> what I'm saying is they never really gave Chris liked a chance. Chris wanted to become more milk toast than CNN already was. He wanted to make it even more bland. He's like, we, we're, too, we're too radical. We're the radical left. I'm like, what, CNN's the radical left? Uh-uh. Like Dwayne Dwayne. Uh-uh. <laughs> so anyway, here goes the timeline. December 21, Chris Cuomo was fired. It got rid of you, Chris. You bounced back with the Newsbusters or wherever you went. Newsland. Newsmax. Newsmax, that's it. Her Newsmax is doing good numbers. That's right. Keep exploiting the blacks. Here's the Chris Cuomo. But what kind of person was Jordan Neely, really? Asshole. February, Jeff Zucker resigns. So they, they, they get rid of Chris Cuomo because the tie is with his brother or whatever. They give it to their president, Jeff Zucker. Give it to him. He's having a relationship with something. And I don't even know if that's the real reason why they got rid of him. But they sold the company to like it was a merger with them and Disney or something, right? So, okay. So, major upheaval came. <sighs> then they, they bring in Chris Light in May. Just last May, guys. Not that long ago. Let's see. May, April 2023, they get rid of Lemon. Then they had the Trump Town Hall in May, just last month. And then this month, they give it to Chris. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. It's like, uh, obviously, no one really likes you, Chris. Yeah, it's like, and you know what's horrible, horrible about it is, when you're in a position like that, you don't just get to come in. Like, he reports to somebody. They got a board. These people put him up for the job. Like, the stakeholders in CNN, mm -hmm. they wanted this guy. Uh -huh. And they, they saw his vision. And, like, maybe not all of the board wanted him. Mm -hmm. It's like, very, very seldom is anything unanimous. Just look at success, succession, right? So, he was handling the vision of the higher-ups, but the people that worked at CNN were never really with it, you know? So, on you know, paper, it made sense. We want to move more to the center. But, like, these people have real people to live around. Like, oh, my God, you brought on Trump? My God, you gave Trump a platform? Oh, my God. And they freaked out. And Chris was like, hey, anybody bring Trump on. Mm -hmm. That's where the money is. You know how much money we're losing? No one's even talking about the fact that their money's, like, it's because they're seeing it. No one thinks money's a problem. Money's a problem. I don't care who you are. 
They were comfortably used to making billions, and that became millions. Somebody's going to get pissed off. Somebody's head's going to roll. They brought in Trump, and that didn't. That gave them a momentary bump. Once they saw that bump turned into a negative, mm-hmm. it's like, we got to get rid of this guy. But what did he really have to do with it? He was the guy who signed off. Every major thing that happened mm-hmm. is the new CEO. I'm sure it goes to your desk. Uh-huh. They don't give it a lemon without Chris Light. Mm-hmm. They probably don't move lemon off his night joint because mm-hmm. he was doing prime time. Then they gave him the Monday morning with a, the morning shift, mm-hmm. which I know he hated that shit. I don't care what you say. If you are used to working nights, right. and now you got to work mornings. If you're used to having your own show, now you got to share a show. Come on, guys. It's just basic. I heard I heard Don Lemon was hard to live with when he had his own shit. Now he's now he's splitting it yeah. with two white these these like two who are these who are these fit who are these who are these dames I gotta work with I don't even like women. <laughs> who are these battle axes I gotta work with? And uh so uh, DL Hughley, you love this, you love the cape for your boy Don Lemon. Keep it up, keep it a buck, man. Can you be real a little bit? Come on now. Obviously, Don Lemon was upset. Oh yeah, was upset, man. So anyway, I'm sure all that stuff went through Chris Light. Chris Light made that he he gave the go ahead, the green light on everything that they did, and it just didn't work out. People were like, see, I told you, I told you, I told you. And then when that lady couldn't handle Trump, and Trump was basically having a, having a show of it mm-hmm. at the town hall, it was like, ah! And everybody just moved away from Chris like, he did it. He the CEO, it's all on him. So that's it. Somebody's got to fall on the sword. So that's all it is. I don't know what they're going to do next. I don't know what they're going to do. People say, oh, my God, Fox News is losing viewership. And they're losing it to Newsmax and the Daily Caller. But the Daily Caller is that new. Um, what about the fact that CNN is losing people? Maybe some of the CNN people have moved over to Newsmax. I don't know. Chris Promo's over there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think everyone left because of Tucker. Some left Fox because of Tucker. Some left CNN because of Lemon and liked. Uh-huh. Well, Lemon and Cuomo, I'm sorry. Those two things. And then Cuomo goes over to Newsmax. So, And I think Newsmax has Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I think so. And then Tucker's got his own thing on Twitter. He got his own thing on Twitter. All the energy is on the right. All the energies on the right, Johnson. No energy on the left. Except for Dr. Cornel West. <laughs> and you don't want me to be happy about it. Ah, you're never happy. <sighs> I think that's all I got. Can anything else? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. All right. Got nothing to say about. It. I got nothing good to say. All right, no need to put. Yep. Yeah, no need. Anyhow. No need to help him out. Yep. Exactly. All right. They wouldn't help my ass out. <laughs> what else? Nothing. That is it. 
Oh, this show is brought to you by Soft Warm Classic. Soft Warm Classic. Dot com. Go to Soft Warm Classic for all your boutique needs. Don't forget, we got Juneteenth shirts that are a lot better than this one I'm wearing. <laughs> but they got some great stuff at the softwarmclassics.com. They're a supporter of the show. And it's Mrs. Black Shop, so check it out. Give it up for another that. Another one of my babies. Yeah, check it out when you get a moment. Um, Juneteenth is coming up next Monday, uh, June the 19th. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, get your gear. Um, we're getting our stuff in this week. So, um, yeah, go check it out. Some great stuff. Yeah, check it out, check it out, <laughs> check it out. Anything going on? I don't have my chat open, but... Uh... Give me a couple of people to shout out. What the hell? Let's see. Um, some folks gave to the show. Um, Mike Thompson. Mike um, Thompson. to the show earlier today. So um, we sent a shout out to Mike. I also sent out a, um, I, I, I'm sorry, I saw a message in here that um, to, for folks to be like Mike. And then there was a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I want to say Evil Kitty of Doom. What? Evil Kitty of Doom. She uh, contributed $22, and her message was, hope everyone is doing fine. So, Evil Kitty, what's up, Dale? Thank you so much. Evil for Kitty been around for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, Evil Kitty's All been right. around for a long time. That's one of those names that just ring out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks so much for the, the support. Um, thank you so much. We um, appreciate it. Um, please continue to uh, share the show. Um, thumbs up if you haven't done so. Um, let's break that algorithm. Um, invite your friends. Let's, you know, get folks in on this on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Um, got some great stuff to talk about. Great stuff uh, coming coming our way yes. and uh, that we want to share with you. And, you know, again, we're hoping that you share the content out to others. So thanks so much for your support. We appreciate you be- being here and joining this live stream on Sunday. So. Boy. Well, thank you, Mrs. Black, for all you do. Once again, thank you for being a part of the show. You're welcome. And, um, yeah, people are saying, I'm, I'm they're putting some pressure on you now. No pressure. No pressure. I'm good. All right. I'm good. All right, guys. I'll see you Tuesday for another edition of this Black Table. I'm Tim Black. You know how to find me, real Tim Black, on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and look, hey, look, guys, um, DM me with suggestions. I'm looking to bring more guests on. Let me know who you think. You like to see us have conversations with. I got your back. Continue to have mine. Let's do this together. Wolf Pack. Tim Black's The Black Table streams Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Times. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on all notifications. We are the news.